Hey everyone, I'm Taylor. And I'm Leanne. And this is What's for Brunch, a podcast where we invite you to join us for conversations usually kept for Sunday brunch. Last Sunday for Valentine's Day, I went to Mm -hmm. 2145 Pizza with my boyfriend and honestly, I almost overlooked it because it's one of those places that's kind of just like a staple and it's really close to my house. Like I could walk there, but oh, did you almost overlook it because it's so close? Yeah, I kind of wanted to try something new, but yeah, I totally get that. mm -hmm. And we ended up going. It was perfect. I, I... Oh my gosh. Okay, we got the... They have brunch. Um, I mean, I think they're open for brunch, but we they have obviously mostly pizzas because it's I was going to say, so it's, a, so it's a brunch place, but it's a pizza restaurant? It's a normal restaurant and they're open for brunch and they have uh, drinks and stuff too. Ooh, okay. But so we, we ended up going for dinner. We got the um, prosciutto and burrata pizza. Oh my and god, that sounds so good. It was freaking amazing. And then we also got the warm duck in, or warm spinach and duck salad. So we split both of those. Oh my gosh, my stomach was so happy. It was probably That sounds so good. Yes, it was the best thing we could have ordered for Valentine's Day dinner and I'm oh my gosh, I'm so happy. We Yeah, you can never <laughs> go wrong with pizza. Oh my gosh, and the way they make it, it's so good. It's like where they put it in the oven, you know, and it's all fancy. Mm. But it was just... Now I want pizza. <laughs> okay, <laughs> come here and we can go to get pizza together. This place sounds oh so God. good. My mouth is watering again. I didn't have, I didn't have food yet, so... I, oh my God, I, I really told you, it. dude, we have to eat before we record this because we're always going to be hungry talking about like really good food. I know. It was a really busy day though, so I'll eat after when my taste buds are all worked up and my mouth is all watery but yeah it was we're getting you yeah we're getting you ready for dinner basically yeah thank you also just wanted to say that the staff is so nice and while we were there we were talking about how I it seems like they don't hire a mean person at all because everybody has such a nice personality and they're like right on top of it making sure that you are having like the best experience ever and I feel like that's really important when I go out because there are so many fancy places nowadays or like so many places trying to make it on like the Instagram uh, popular page, if that's still a Mm -hmm. thing. So I feel like when people have good service, that just makes a place stand out much more to me than so many other things, you know? Like it's so easy to have good food now. It's hard work on their end to have Mm -hmm. good food. But yeah, it's... uh, They... The atmosphere is awesome, the outside seating is awesome, the drinks are awesome, the food is awesome, and the people are awesome. Yeah, you know, I think um, service is so important in the food industry. Like, if you have a bad waitress, it's going to ruin your, or waiter, it's going to ruin your entire experience. 100%. 100%. And it sucks because it could just be that one person, and then everyone else Mm -hmm. there could be awesome, or it could be that one person having a bad day, you know? Right, but you're like never going to want to go back if you if you go there for the first time and you have bad service, you know, cuz you're exactly. going to be like 
yeah, it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. But I'm really glad that you had a really good experience Thanks. at the, the pizza place. <laughs> they let us stay late too. Um, well, okay. My version of staying late is like 30 minutes before closing hours because I I don't like leaving yeah I I don't like leaving and pushing it like right as they're trying to close and clean everything up because Mm -hmm, I feel mm -hmm. bad like they're all trying to get home too and it was Valentine's weekend but yeah yeah you're gonna be like courteous yeah exactly and I love that place I love the employees and they always treat Simba like royalty when he comes he didn't go that time but he usually always comes with me Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I feel like anywhere that you can take Simba, you're like, this place is great. <laughs> because if, yeah, I, you know what? I feel like places that have dog-friendly environments are normally more open to just having a positive attitude in general. So yeah, maybe that, that coincides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense because, I mean, aren't usually aren't people who like like dogs, like usually they're pretty... Like they're they're friendly people. Yeah, I think that's the the vibe, or that's yeah, the that's like the stereotype. Just yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But their food's amazing. So if you live in Orange County, you have to go there. It's I've never been disappointed once. Uh, what was it called again? Twenty one forty five Pizza. Twenty one forty five. So pizza. I think their address is twenty one forty five. Um, don't wow, judge me, shocking. but I forgot what what. <laughs> The street, but I know the, how to the walk street there. Name is, the street name is pizza. Pizza, yeah. Yep. <laughs> 2145 yep. Pizza Street. Exactly. Can't, oh my gosh. can't forget it. I'd want to live there on Pizza Street. Yeah, that's not a bad place to live. <laughs> oh. um, so today, yes. what you have Taylor a game and I for wanted us. to do, yes, yeah, so it's, we wanted to play Icebreakers, which is just where you ask each other questions that um, are, are, they're basically icebreakers, but obviously we thought it would be interesting if we just asked each other some interesting questions. Interesting, how many more times can I say that word? But uh, yeah. Um, I'm actually really glad you picked this out though, because it's funny, did you ever have to do icebreakers in school? Because every time I had to, I hated it. But I did feel you like, really? Yeah, because I didn't want to talk to anyone. But I feel like when you, suggested doing icebreakers for today I was so excited but it's because I I like talking to you I was gonna say it's because you already know me and like it's not awkward um I you know I feel like you actually end up learning really like you learn a lot about people when you sort of ask questions that you normally wouldn't first question would you rather have more time or more money oh okay gotta think this through <laughs> you're like i can't honestly answer it yeah this is gonna sound so hold on this Wait, is also this is a judgment-free zone <laughs> okay oh okay well now that it's a judgment-free zone i can be yep, honest it's a judgment-free zone. okay good i honestly i think i would rather have more money because i feel like a lot of my time <laughs> goes into trying to work because yes, i need because money to make money but if I had more money, then I would work not a billion hours a week, and then I would spend more time with my family. <laughs> that is so I don't know. true. Not that because really I, good I just want money to like survive and sustain myself, and then have like a little extra spending. Because I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I only need what I need to get by. Like, no, I do like to eat food at restaurants mm-hmm. every now and again, like go out, you know. Well, so, let's be real. Living yeah. is expensive. 
It is. It is. And honestly, yeah, like you mentioned, we're all working to make money. And, you know, most people work five days a week and only have two days off. So, you know, there's there's always a problem of are you working to live or living to work, you know? Exactly. I don't think more time is going to do that. I think more time is going to be like more time for me to work, you know? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Is that is that your final answer too? <laughs> I would honestly say more money too. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't even necessarily like I'm not one of those people who want to live forever, you know? I, I know there's some Me people too. Who, mm-hmm. I yeah, completely I, I know there agree. definitely mm-hmm, there are definitely some people out there who, you know, never want to die or whatever. They're afraid of dying, whatever. They want to live until they're like 150. You know, that's cool. <laughs> Good for them. But I have never wanted that. I don't, like, I don't really see the value in living forever. And so I think I'd rather have more money because... Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why I, not? I get that. I wouldn't want to yeah. live forever either. That kind of scares me. Yeah, I don't really want to be that old, to be honest with you. And like, I'm fine with... I mean, yeah, I just, I don't want to live forever. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I'm fine with more money. I think um, if I never had to stress about money ever again in my life, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah, and then I feel like you'd live your life in a very similar way. It's just the stress. That's, obviously, that's all, like, speculation. But Mm -hmm. I'd like to think that, at least for me, I'd live my life in a very similar way, but I just wouldn't be stressed about money. Yeah, I would probably, I mean, you know, we'd probably buy some nice things here and there. (laughs) But um, yeah, in general, I think if we just never had to worry about money ever again, that would definitely be super nice. All right, my next question for you. Oh, God. Describe. (laughs) I I saw the question. (laughs) Describe your worst date ever. Um okay this is where your boyfriend like starts listening (laughs) he's like hmm i wonder what she's gonna say um let's see i i was i was thinking about this one earlier and i i feel like there's gonna be one that's so bad that i'm going to remember so just if there's something worse that i think of later then it will just like make a cameo in a future episode okay but, okay for sure um okay sorry if anybody does this but i was on a date <laughs> with some guy and he we were we were getting sushi and he did the like freaking wal- walrus thing with the, the chopsticks. chopsticks and that's just <laughs> so, like okay <laughs> I don't know. Wait, how old were you? How old was I? I was 19 or 20, but still. Uh, I feel like that, like, you shouldn't do that if you're not in wait, junior high. Wait, is that the high. worst date? Is that the worst date you've ever had? No. I was like, that can't be the worst date you've ever had. That just grossed me out a lot. Okay, hold on. It just, like, turned you off. I've had a lot of bad dates, actually. There was a date where... I was supposed to meet a boy at the movies and he stopped replying. So I showed up anyway and sat in my car for like an hour waiting for him. Oh my God. And then 
as I'm like falling asleep, he knocks on my window and is like, sorry, my phone died. And I'm like, okay, well, what if I just didn't show up? Like you wouldn't have been here. But I was, I was like 16 then. So wait, I I wouldn't do that stuff anymore. Wait, wait, wait. So the fact that you even showed up is like, so like, I wouldn't have even shown up if you just stopped texting me. (laughs) I don't know. I was like bored when I was in high school I guess because I didn't like I didn't really date people or like do anything I don't know wait so so he knew what car you drove I, you know what I don't think so I think he just found so me he in had the to parking find lot. you yeah oh my god Taylor oh and then we ran into so that same guy was dating this other girl I guess but he but they weren't like official but she thought that they were like exclusive and mm. we ran into two of her best friends at the movies um oh while we were on our date <laughs> so that was fun but this is like such high dude, school it drama. was it's such high school i was like really like who cares like if Wait, he doesn't like you the, don't date him <laughs> is this at the valencia town center yeah can you picture it (laughs) i can literally picture it yeah wait that Um, is insane because i can imagine the parking lot right now in my head and i don't know how he found you in the parking lot yeah i don't know how he found me either he probably did know my car i have a distinctive car so i'm sure he did know it but like i wasn't thinking that when i pulled up you know that's actually so weird. <laughs> also, why why did I wait? But I was also 16, so it makes sense. But I'm like, why would I show up? Text. I can't believe, yeah, I can't believe you showed up. But I also can't believe he didn't text you back. And then he found you in the parking lot in your car. Yeah. And that parking lot is pretty busy. It's not like it's like empty. No. And there are, how, I don't remember how many stories there are, but. It's like three or four. Probably. That is crazy. Yeah. But I, okay, wait. So that's the worst date you've ever No, had. okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. I don't remember all worse. of them, but okay, it's your turn. <laughs> I'll oh tell God. you if I think of one really bad one. I Because I have one that stands out on my head so much because I've, okay, I've honestly tell, told this story. Tell. I've honestly told this story so many times. Um, it, was, it wasn't that long ago. I swear it was only like two years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> So this was a guy that I met on a dating app and I liked his pictures. Like I thought he was really cute, like good looking. Uh, and he, we had good conversation, but mm-hmm. I swear we didn't talk for more than like, we didn't talk for more than maybe like three days max before we like made the plans to meet up. Right. Yeah. Uh, so in those like two or three days that we did text, I was like, oh, this guy's funny. Like we have good conversation. Like this is, you know, I want to meet him in person. So I am like, hey, like, do you want to get a drink? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so I suggest this one bar. And so I get to the bar first, which not a, you know, is not a problem. But I I get to the bar first and I'm like waiting for him. And I wait maybe like five minutes and he texts me. He's like, I'm here. So I look at the door and (gasps) he just looks completely different. Like not saying that I've been, not saying necessarily that I was catfished, but he just did not like in his photos taylor he was like dressed up a little bit like he had like like good fashion sense like he his face was shaved uh you know like his hair was done you know he looked put together in his pictures basically yeah and when he showed up he he showed up looking so like the opposite 
like oh no he was wearing a baseball cap he hadn't shaved he looked like he hadn't shaved in a really long time um just like ratty a ratty t-shirt and like just like the complete opposite of his photo i kind of feel bad but well so here's the thing so i mean i wouldn't write someone off for that you know but immediately i was like oh he doesn't really look like how he does in his photos but you know i'm like you know, trying to be nice. I'm like, hey, how are you? Like, nice to meet you. I'm Leanne, whatever. He starts talking, and Taylor, his voice is, like, so high-pitched. Oh. Like, it was more high-pitched than yours or mine. Okay. So you were just, like, thrown off I even more. I was so thrown off. I was like, oh, like, that's not how I, how I pictured your voice to sound. And... Again, I don't say... I'm not going to say anything about it, you know? I'm, I'm trying to be nice. I'm, like, trying to give him um, a chance. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I've been to this bar before. It's cool. Um, what do you want to drink? And he looks at me and goes, oh, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, my God, but I'm not... Okay. <laughs> I don't want to open a can of worms because... I look at him and I'm like, you're joking, right? Because we're at a bar right now. And he goes, he like, he pauses for a second, and it goes, haha, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, oh my God, stop, that's... And oh. I'm just, I literally don't know whether to laugh, or, like, I'm just, like, so shocked oh, at that what? point, like, so uncomfortable, and I just kind of, like, do a nervous little laugh, and I'm like, um, okay, then, like, what do you want to drink? What? And he goes, he goes, oh, you can choose, because you'll be calling the shots around here. What? What? Like, what, does what? That even mean? <laughs> what the hell? I'm like, what does that even? Oh I, my I'm gosh. just like, at this point, Taylor, this is within, I kid you not, this is within the first 10 minutes of us oh, meeting. Like, oh my this gosh. This all happened within the first 10 minutes. So automatically, already, I'm like, yo, like, this is not going well at all. Like, I'm so uncomfortable, but, you know, what can I do? I'm not just going to leave. So, oh, we get, you're nicer than we, I am. Would you have left? I, I would have been like, wow, I don't get your sense of humor, so uh, I can't I give you an Uber oh home God. or you can walk back. And then I, I would wish, leave. No, I wish I could have left, but I just felt, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, okay, like I, like I, I, I don't know. Like I just felt like I should just no, I go feel. through with the date, I guess. But like, so we finally get the drinks and we sit down and stuff. And he just starts telling me like, first of all, he's not making any eye contact. He, like, won't look at me. <laughs> Why? He, he just keeps playing with the candle on the table. Like, he keeps playing with the fire. And I'm just, like, so weirded out. Because I'm, like, he doesn't look at me, like, at all. And he, like, won't ask any questions. Or, like, he just... I'm, I'm leading the whole conversation. So I'll ask a question. But it's almost like I'm trying to force someone to talk to me. Like, it's that bad. Yeah. So I'm, like, talking to him. And he's just he just gives me, like, really, like really small answers and I I literally am like so dot 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 like you know like it's that yeah mm -hmm. and then I and then finally I'm like oh so you said you're an artist you know um what like he said he had been in Miami and then he came back to LA and I was like so why did you come back to LA and he just like he just says oh I had a um what did he say He, he he had an he had an episode and he landed in a psychiatric ward and he said he had to be put on, like, meds. And he just said that all, like, 
like nonchalantly in so the nonchalant. front of like not knowing anyone and just yes regular like he, conversation he, yes and i was like i <laughs> i've never met this guy before you know and i was just like what do i even say to that and i was so like oh <laughs> i, I i'm oh. cringing so hard just thinking about it like i obviously i want to be compassionate and empathetic but I realistically was, i i know i was yeah. so caught off guard and you i were patient <laughs> as hell that's I, just oh my god oh my so gosh. i stood up i stood up and i was like i have to use the bathroom he goes okay and i go to the bathroom and i i'm texting my friend i'm like oh my god what do i do like i'm so uncomfortable like i need to leave and he was like you know what just just go and just leave and i was like but it's only been like 40 minutes like what do i what do i say how do i get out of here oh my god you're so like, nice I it was know, 40 I minutes out. i couldn't fi- well in my defense that was the shortest date i've ever had because normally like it's not this bad you know yeah um and i i was just so like oh my god i need to get out of here and so i left and I was like I, I left the bathroom and went back to the table and I said hey I'm so sorry I have, a, I have such a bad headache um I think we should leave and so we left and he looked so sad Taylor oh my gosh oh <laughs> and this... thank I mean he never <sighs> messaged me again I never messaged him again I never saw him again I it was just so bad it was so bad oh was, my I'm, gosh that was the worst thing I've ever had. I feel like, okay, just unwrapping a lot here. I know First it's like a lot to unpack. That objectively, like, shoot, that sounds like a really bad date. I I would have been freaking out and like not I wanting to really, hurt him I was and not so wanting uncomfortable. To... Oh my god! Like uh, obviously, again, I didn't want to be mean or rude or you know whatever. But yeah. I was like, it was just so bad. And not even saying like you would like. When I said, like, wouldn't want to hurt him. Not in the way, like, oh, he, like, already attached onto you or, like, likes you. Just, like, you never want to, like, no matter how much you, like, don't care about other people. Like, you want your date to go well. But then it it seems like he was just... You can probably hear my dog in the background. Sorry. No, I actually Um, can't, but... (laughs) Okay. He... Maybe it was too early for him to date or like he's still trying to figure some stuff out and not be awkward about it which is cool like he's probably fine now but I agree with you I think maybe he had some issues that he needed to work on and I don't think he was at all ready to go on a date because like Mm -hmm. I said he like wasn't even making eye contact with me the whole time he definitely was not he should not have been there you know yeah (laughs) oh my gosh I'm glad it wasn't I'm definitely yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry. If you, no, if you had left, like you, like if you had actually left within the first ten minutes, I would have been, I would have like commended you because I just I, like felt so bad. I probably I, like, wouldn't have. Like, it's easy to sit here and say that, but because it's so awkward in the moment, you know. I'm like, yeah. even after forty minutes, I was in the bathroom. I was like, how do I get out of this? Like it was so bad. That was definitely the worst date I've ever had. Oh my god. Okay, you win. Um. <laughs> unfortunately i well i hope i'm like i'm sad that you went through that but i i really hope this person's okay oh my god me too i don't know what happened to him i don't know where he is today but i hope he you know is in a more stable mindset or i don't know yeah it was just oh man it was scary i was actually scared oh my gosh what okay 
did it seem like he was on drugs or something or did oh my he God, just that's another okay so that's another thing i've had people like after i've told people the story mm-hmm. i've had friends kind of speculate that he was either a acting the whole time and he was just <gasps> messing with me which is actually pretty terrible <laughs> like if that's true you really just wasted my time and like scared the shit out of me for like what you know yeah so like what do you get saying, out of that yeah, so that was, like, someone speculated that. And then B, someone was saying, like, maybe he was on drugs. Oh, my gosh. And I don't, and I'll, I'll never know. I don't know. I'm like, I, I mean, he seemed, I mean, he seemed sober to me, but, like, I don't know, maybe he wasn't? I don't know. Oh, my God. So many questions. Um, I just, I have <laughs> never been so glad to leave a date in my life. I'm glad you came out of there alive and, like, intact me too because i was genuinely concerned (laughs) i was like this is not a normal date you know yeah that's wait how old were you when this happened this was only like two years ago so i must have been like Like 25 mid-20s yeah i must have been 25 Uh, the thing is this is why i never want to go like to a guy's place right off oh the oh no you know what i mean like the first yeah. time meeting it should always be in public yes definitely and then even so i've heard so many weird stories like if anything seems off to you leave or if you don't want to go back to your car at night have someone who works at the restaurant walk you mm-hmm. to your car check your back seat lock your door like not mm-hmm. who cares if you're being too paranoid you can't be too paranoid like these things I actually agree. happen where people set up traps online to get you alone and go back with them. Guy or girl. I agree. You can never be too safe, honestly. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, you say guy or girl, but, like, let's be real. Women have to be a lot more, like, paranoid, you know? We just have to look out for ourselves. And so it's, yeah, if you ever feel uncomfortable during a date, like, for sure, leave. (laughs) Yeah, the moral of the story is you just can't trust anyone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how bleed. Oh my god, basically the moral of this podcast episode is if you're a girl, (laughs) you have to watch out everywhere you go. That's true, but then, okay, well, that's going to be a whole nother thing. (laughs) I I know, I know, for sure. Tell all my stories about guys getting hurt (laughs) and also about guys feeling awkward because, like, a girl's, like, 10 feet in front of them and they have to, like, walk slower to, like, give more space. Oh, yeah, Like, the innocent guys. But yeah, that's, uh, wow, we have I mean, a lot of it content. I know it is sad that we have to think about that kind of stuff, you know, but it, it is, is sad. the world we live in. Yeah. Even sometimes that's when true. I'm in an elevator and I am like, if I'm in an elevator by myself with like one guy, <gasps> I I do automatically sort of feel uncomfortable. Tense. Dude, elevators are just creepy on so top of it. And then so many things could happen in elevators. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Next question. Um, we, we digress. Is it is it my turn? <laughs> um, I actually could I ask so. you another one. Okay. Um, what failure have you learned from the most? Ooh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, yeah. <ew. laughs> oh, oh, I actually know. And I feel mm. like this has helped me a lot, like, with my whole mindset over the past decade or so. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I was always a perfectionist growing up, and I I always had straight A's. I always wanted everything to be perfect. I wanted to be teacher's pet. Mm-hmm. Um, I went all through high school. I was on cross-country track. 
I was in choir. Wait a second. I, I, I know you know my story. You know my story. But this is wait, my Taylor. This is, I was gonna this say the same met. story. Oh wait, do you want to go then? No, 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 no. You can tell. Oh, we're but so I was, cute. I was, we have the same story. I was listening to this and I was like, wait a second. I totally know where she's going with this, and that's funny Dude. because it's the same thing I was gonna say. Okay, well, good. This is how we met. Then they can know our backstory. Yes. So, um, it's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like perfect little kid throughout high school, whatever, and I had a four point two, and I was so happy because everybody's like, wow, if you have a 4.0, you can get into any college. Mm -hmm. And I only applied to like a few UCs. Um, and I didn't get into, I didn't get in anywhere, but Mm. I got in to one UC, which is like a university of California school. Um, only because I guess at that time, if you were at a high school that was like a top, like certain percent of the whole state, then you were guaranteed to get into one um, University of California school. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but I didn't even apply, so I don't know how I got in. But um, oh, what? I think you had, I don't know, like, the technicalities of it, but I got in, I didn't apply. It was because I, I had a certain GPA, I think. And then I, I figured, okay, well, I don't want to go there. Like, I wouldn't want to go there anyway. Wait, Dude, can you say the school name? Uh, I don't want to, well, it was a UC, but I don't want to offend people <laughs> You're like, who go it there. Was a, okay, 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 that's fair. Um, yeah, it was a good school. I just didn't want to move, <laughs> like, ah. to, yeah, I don't know. So, um, I was like, it's fine, I'll save my money, I'll go to a community college, I'll transfer, I, like, life's good, but it's different. Oh my god, my grandma was devastated she was crying she was bawling her eyes out she thought I was never gonna get into college because I'm a first generation American so Ah. it's it's like a different story when you don't I think my family didn't know the system they thought if you had like a 4.2 you'd get in anywhere and you'd be Mm -hmm. so smart and like if you go to community college you're you're not smart which is Mm -hmm. fake as as f but Mm -hmm. so that whole thing happens and then I met you um so you can tell your oh and then after that I ended up loving my time at uh, College of the Canyons shout out um Mm -hmm. I learned so much I I learned pretty much if not more than I learned at USC I learned so much there really for my yeah because the journalism department is amazing oh you were like more hands-on there huh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. and I made so many like lifelong connections um, and then I transferred to USC, which I loved, and it all worked out, and and then everyone was proud of me once again, because they're like, ooh, USC, so proud, but I'm like, yeah. it, like, college is different than it used to be. I feel like things have changed, and also money affects your life. Oh. This is why I picked more money than more time, because I need to pay oh, off yeah, my yeah. student loans, but. No, because USC <laughs> is so expensive, yeah. Yeah, but I love USC, fine on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your turn. Well, yeah. So I obviously same story. Um, and it's crazy because Taylor and I, we literally bonded over this story. Like this is how we became friends. So, um, yeah, same, similar situation as Taylor, my entire life, like elementary school, middle school, high school, I was always known as a smart kid. Um, if not like, you know, one of the smarter ones out of like my friend group and whatever, 
And so I was always doing really well on tests. Um, I was always reliable, responsible. Basically, like no one, no one doubted that I would be able to get into a good college, you know? Mm-hmm. Like my entire life. And yeah, I only, I, I don't know what happened. I think I overestimated myself and I only applied to, I think, five or six schools. And I was so confident, you know, that I would at least get into one because I didn't know anyone that hadn't gotten into any school like ever, you know, like you just don't hear about exactly, that kind of stuff. especially yeah, you if you have this kind of stuff. Yeah, like if you have a decent GPA over a yes, four point like, how I had are you gonna point... not get into school? Right, I had a four point and so um, yeah, you know, basically you think you're set for success and failure is not an option, and yeah, similar to what happened to Taylor, I didn't get in anywhere, and it was honestly like the biggest shock of my life <laughs> and that sounds like an exaggeration but it really wasn't because you're, you're literally like your whole life leads up to this moment and you're like wait a second so you're telling me like I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough for anywhere you know mm-hmm. and so it really hit me so hard like I just felt like such a failure and again it's not like I was bad at school or anything like I was I just didn't understand I didn't understand what had happened. To this day, I still kind of don't really understand what happened, to be honest with you. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just thought it just made me feel so, like, worthless. And, like, I was like, am I stupid? Like, what what happened, you know? So just, just a lot of um, doubt came from that. And even my friends were completely shocked. Um, and, you know, I was really embarrassed about having to go to community college, you know? And I... Yeah, basically kind of similar to like how your parents or your family thought. I was like, is this it? Like, this is it. Um, This is like the end, you know? But I went to community college, uh, same one as Taylor. That's where we met. We met in an English class. And I remember I told this story in class. And you you turned around in your seat and you were like, wait, me too. (laughs) And that's literally how you and I became friends. Um, So yeah, I what I did was I... um, basically knew that USC was a school that I actually really wanted to go to out of all the schools that I could have transferred to I was like you know what honestly this is really the only place that I'm interested in so for two years in community college I tailored my entire like class schedule to the USC transfer Mm -hmm. curriculum or um set of guidelines right I basically did everything that was on their guidelines specifically and so after two years, I, this is going to sound crazy. I put all my eggs in one basket and I only applied to USC. <laughs> That's such a difference though from you too, because you who, who applied to different schools and the fact that you were able to just be like, okay, then I'm banking everything on this one school after going I mean, through that. Like it could be, it could have been a really bad decision because <laughs> imagine if I didn't, if I hadn't gotten in. But it worked out to my to my advantage, obviously. And um, I got in, and my essay Yay. that I wrote to USC as a transfer was about how I didn't get in as an incoming freshman. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I wrote about how devastated I was that I didn't get in, how that experience changed me, and how it just made me want to work harder and sort of prove myself, you know? And yeah. so I definitely learned so much from, from failing at that age, at 18, and I, yeah, it, it is some, like you said, it is something that I applied to my life even now. Um, you know, cause things, I'm, I'm going to be really frank here. Things have not gone my way 
<laughs> like for a very mm-hmm. long time. Yeah. I think my, my life in the past few years, if I'm being completely honest, I think a lot of bad stuff has happened. Not trying to be a pessimist, but mm-hmm. you know, just. It's reality. Yeah. Just that's reality. Like life happens a lot of, um, ups, but also a lot of downs. And so I think when I, when I go through the downs, I sort of remind myself, okay, well, you know, there was a point in your life where you thought that it was the end of the world or you thought you were a failure and you ended up picking yourself up and things worked out, you know? Yeah. So I definitely, yeah, that I definitely carry that lesson with me even now. And that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If, if you didn't share that... Um, sorry, if you didn't share that that day in our English class, I don't think I would have felt comfortable telling other people that I didn't get into right. college. Because right. isn't that weird, like, what we think of as success? Because I, I saw you, and I thought you were smart, and I liked, you know, just you as a person and what you had to say, but you were also, like, the smartest person in the class. So you saying that made me feel, well, in my opinion, but... Like, that made me feel more comfortable (laughs) versus because back then I thought this was the only thing I had for me. I spent my whole, like, 13 years of school putting, like, pushing away all the fun, like, all the, the Friday nights, all the extracurriculars, all the hangouts, like, to study, you know? And it wasn't as intense as, like, some people. But that was, like, my number one focus, you know? And I was a good kid. And I I don't know. I didn't want to feel out of place. Yeah, you basically thought you were guaranteed a good college as long as you, like, worked hard and got good grades, right? Yeah, and I think that was, like, the changing point when that wasn't necessarily the case anymore. And when exactly other things come, like, other factors come into play. Exactly. It's crazy. I mean, to this day, I don't even really understand... I don't really understand how college admissions work. And yeah. I mean, I, I'm i sure it's only gotten more and more tough over the years to get in because everyone is doing everything these days, you know? Yeah. Everyone is sort of overachieving and, and doing so many extracurriculars or whatever. But I'm, I'm just glad we don't have to deal with that ever again. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> Sorry yeah. for the incoming uh, high school grads or whatever, incoming... <laughs> I mean, you know, if anyone listens to this, basically just know that your failures do not define you and everyone fails sometimes, you know, that's just life. You're gonna fail, but the most important thing is you learn to pick yourself up and you just learn from it and become better. Yeah. Wow, is this a motivational podcast? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, honestly, is, I'm, yeah. I'm happy you picked that one because I was looking at it too, that question, but... I didn't um, know, what the funny thing is, I didn't know you were gonna say that answer too. I, that's the only thing that like really that's that's just the thing that stands out to me because that was the time when I went from wanting everything to be perfect all mm. the time to mm. just accepting like you it's impossible for you to be perfect when you're at work when you're totally when you're going to your day-to-day everything like there are so many factors in your life if you try like that means that you won't be able to try anything new because then you have the risk of failing, you know? Well, I'm really happy that you guys got to learn a little bit more about us. Um, Thanks for listening again this week. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Instagram at what's for brunch podcast. 
on Facebook at What's for Brunch Podcast and on Twitter at What's for Brunch Pod. So that's the number four. Thanks for listening to What's for Brunch. I'm Taylor. And I'm Leanne. Join us for brunch next time.